0: Welcome to The Policy Shop, weekly conversations with public policy experts where we'll dive into the most important issues affecting all of us here in Illinois. I'm Hillary Gowans. Let's get started. Inflation is sky high. So how's that affecting all of us here in Illinois? Bryce Hill, senior research analyst at the Illinois Policy Institute, will break it down for us today. Bryce, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on The Talk. So
0: anyone looking at economic research like you do can't avoid talking about the topic of inflation. So just set the baseline for us. When when we see headlines bemoaning where inflation stands right now, what's the what do we need to know?
1: Things that you need to know are probably largely already what we intuitively know is that the cost of living, everything that we buy from gas to groceries to, you know, your child's daycare is getting more and more expensive. Um, So headline inflation being the highest in 40 years, Um, it's at 8.3% as of the latest monthly reading highest levels that we've seen since uh, the early eighties. For context, the last time we were in an economic downturn during the great recession, inflation topped out at 5.3% annually. Um, So prices are rising faster than any time in, in recent history and the translation for that for Everyday Illinoisans is that, you know, to buy the exact same goods and services to provide for your family the same way you did last year, uh, that total cost has gone about $4,000 more expensive year over year.
0: All right, so you just laid out one of the effects of inflation, but in terms of our incomes overall, because if things are getting more expensive, you would expect that people would see a bump in pay to accommodate that, right? What are we seeing in Illinois? How is inflation affecting the average private sector worker?
1: So we have seen wages increase. You now there was, um, if you remember back just a few short months ago, we were hearing talk about the great resignation and how workers for the first time in a long time had, had all this bar- have had all this bargaining power and could really just set the standards for what they want you know, their schedules and their be- pay and benefits to look like. Um, and so that has resulted in wage growth. Like there's undeniably been this a little bit of a shift towards uh, workers having a bit of the upper hand when it comes to uh, the hiring process and setting the terms and conditions of their employment. Um, wages are, in, in Illinois are up, uh, you know, a little bit over $3,000 on average across the board. So, you know, there it's a good thing Price that, you know, what workers are able to get in exchange, you know, for their time basically has gone up. But the unfortunate reality is that prices are rising way faster. So, you know, we talked about, um, I just mentioned Illinois is getting a $3,600 pay increase this year compared to last year for the average worker. Uh, it's a good thing, but that's actually the equivalent of a $2,200 pay cut due to inflation because, uh, the cost of living things, you know, uh, the purchasing power of that has actually gone down. So, um, even though wages are rising, inflation is rising faster, the monthly bills are are climbing up at a faster rate, uh, and the net effect between wage growth and inflation is that uh, the average person in Illinois has seen a $2,200 pay cut from uh, 2021 to 2022.
0: Okay. I mean, good and bad, a little more bad than good when you think about the cost of living, obviously. But what about home price appreciation? Because I know for everyone in the state who owns a home, they're just absolutely floored when they look at Redfin and see what their home value is now compared to a year ago. So what does the home price appreciation situation look like in Illinois compared to the rest of the country?
1: Yeah, that's another really big part of this entire story. So you know, part of inflation is, you know, federal spending, the money supply demands not dipping as far as we thought it was going to at the onset of the pandemic when all this uh, stimulus was issued. Um, but another part of that has been because of those factors, home prices have risen. P- Americans suddenly became flush with cash. Uh, there were lockdowns that incentivized people to say, hey, maybe I need to buy a home, give myself some space, maybe get a yard uh, for my kids. So throughout the nation, home prices have been on fire, and even in Illinois in historical context, prices are rising fast. Prices rose over the past two years since before the pandemic to now, at a rate of 16 percent, which is far faster than they had been um, in the recovery from the Great Recession. Uh, the unfortunate part of that is, you know, the national home price appreciation has been about 25 percent. So uh, almost double what we've experienced in Illinois. Um, and at the same time, you know, people feeling wealthier because their homes are appreciating faster and maybe, you know, feeling they have a little bit more flexibility or can afford, you know, a few more luxuries has pushed inflation even higher. So missing out on that home price depreciation in Illinois um, has actually made the infl- inflation problem worse because, you know, one of the drivers or the benefits of, you um, the recent environment has been the record home price appreciation that has made Americans feel wealthier. Um, that's not happening at the same rate in Illinois. Uh, Illinoisans are missing out on the home price appreciation of virtually every other state. Um, 16% home price appreciation is third worst in the nation. Uh, so, you know, if you are a homeowner virtually anywhere else, uh, prices are rising faster than they are here.
0: The other part of the housing situation that is really scary to me is that not only are the prices of homes, not only is the price of a home rising, albeit not as quickly here in Illinois as the rest of the country, but not only are prices rising faster, but to combat inflation, the Fed increased the rate you pay on a mortgage, what is it now, over 5%?
1: Um, Yeah, the average... Average 30 years over 5% for the first time since 2018. Right. In 2018, when they ticked up over 5%, they were only there for basically a few days before they started coming back down. And this is looking, you know, between Federal Reserve rate hikes and the home, home prices right now, uh, the fundamentals just aren't necessarily there to support this massive growth in prices. Mortgage rates are going to stay there at their elevated rates for the foreseeable future.
0: Yeah, and so, okay, it's really expensive to buy a house right now but it's really expensive to rent too so talk a little bit about the rent situation and how much rents have increased and maybe what that means because to me that's a really frightening scenario to find yourself in if prices are rising not only on your everyday goods but also on you know the most basic thing that we all need which is a roof over our heads
1: yeah so um home prices are, are rising and part of the reason why they're not rising as fast in Illinois as they are in other places is because the demand for uh, homes just isn't there in Illinois. Illinois, according to Census Bureau estimates, has had, you know, record out migration and actually population decline for the past eight years. Um, so there are fewer people there, uh, fewer home buyers. Uh, the home ownership rate is actually on the decline as well. So not only is demand naturally going down due to population loss, but there's a preference change from owning a home to becoming a renter. Um, So there's been a decline in the number of people who are in the market for a home. At the same time, builders have continued to build, albeit at a much slower rate than in the past in Illinois. Uh, So the supply has kept going up, even though, you know, maybe in historical terms, we're in a low supply environment. The fundamentals between supply and demand in Illinois are working against each other. So that's part of the reason for the sluggish home price appreciation. And then that translates into the rental market. So at the same time, even though there's been a decline in the population, this change in preference from being a homeowner to being a renter has been so great in Illinois that there's actually more renters now than there used to be. Um, so the same isn't applying to rents across the state because rents are actually rising faster than anywhere else in the Midwest in Illinois. So that's because, you know, rental units, the number of available units um, is pretty steady. You know, part of this, you know, sluggish building is that multifamily is not being built at as a grade of rates uh, anymore either. And then at the same time, we have the surge in demand for people renting, uh, which is causing rents to go up. And then you mentioned homes getting more expensive and the price getting more expensive. Well, when people who could potentially buy in Illinois start factoring in sluggish home price growth, the costs and the risks associated with, you know, breaking even on your, the investment in your home, uh, maybe, you know, the fact that they would switch jobs and have to move quickly, or even just, you know, the property taxes on a home in Illinois, which are the equivalent of seven mortgage payments for the typical home. Um, if you're going to buy in today's environment then many of those people just decide to rent as well so uh their price they those people who are traditionally more well off their potential home buyers them entering the rental market rather than choosing to enter the home buying market just continues to push rents you know sky high so rental prices over the past two years are up 21 percent. they're up more than the price of homes so you know there's really no good scenario here Uh, or at least there hasn't been a good scenario play out in Illinois, whether or not you choose to own or rent Um, just like inflation's affecting virtually everything, no matter where you turn in Illinois for housing options, that's more expensive too.
0: All right. So I want to pause because sometimes the truth is really hard to hear. I own a home in Illinois. So on the one hand, it's been nice to see the value of my home go up. But on the other hand, I know that everything going on behind the scenes from this problem of inflation and the cost of living continuing to go up. That that affects all of us. Um, so that's not good. Um, and instead of staying on this note, because I know there's a lot that we could continue to discuss about the problem and what the numbers really look like, let's talk about the solution. And I know from having talked with you about this before, there's no magic fix for all of this, right? This is gonna be a situation where we have to stabilize the situation um, playing out for all of us here in Illinois over the long term, isn't that is that how you feel about all of this?
1: Yeah, to a large extent, the cat's already out of the bag. So um, you know, inflation's happening. We've spent and created trillions of dollars in new government spending. Um, and you know, we saw this massive surge and in demand, and there's all these other factors like supply chain issues because of COVID and then war in Europe. So all those factors are already at play. Inflation is here, and the Fed is raising rates to try to combat that. Um, so that's happening. What happens in Illinois, you know, as those things play out and run their natural course, um, you know, some of them are inevitable. And then other portions of that, you know, public uh, officials, lawmakers, uh, policymakers they can uh, do some stuff to kind of cushion the blow and set us up for success in the future. So market experts basically are predicting home prices to come down with mortgage rates uh, increasing or at least to taper off. In Illinois, because of the, the supply and demand factors I talked about, um, you know, an increase in the supply of homes while the demand and the number of people who are in the market is on the downturn, that could be a recipe for disaster. I mean, home prices could fall here more than anywhere else. We already saw that in uh, the Great Recession, even though, you know, that was a housing specific bubble. Um, You know, we're at the same, we have the same possibility for maybe not the same magnitude and downturn, but for the same situation to play out in terms of uh, a steeper decline in Illinois, and a slower recovery in those asset prices. Um, so that's something that Illinoisans are at particular risk of. And then when you talk about the future and setting ourselves up for success, it really comes down to correcting those fundamental mismatches um, in in the housing market. The housing market is kind of emblematic of Illinois' problems in general. So the poor housing market is a result of, you know, Few opportunities in the state, people choosing to live elsewhere rather than here. Um, so fixing that, turning that around through you know, combating the high tax environment that Illinois li- Illinoisans pay, uh, that we have the seventh highest state and local tax burden in the nation that's driving people away. When you ask movers or people who are thinking about moving why they want to leave, over 50% of them say the state's tax burden. Um, when you look at surveys of people who have actually left. Um, even though taxes aren't in response that they're able to give, housing and labor market related reasons are, and those well overwhelmingly represent you know seventy plus percent of the people who choose to move. Uh, and we know that the state's taxing and spending priorities uh, have negatively affected those outcomes in Illinois as well. Um, you know, companies are moving out uh, because of the high tax environment. We pay the second highest property taxes in the nation to record, Income tax hikes in the past, you know, just over a decade basically um, have really deteriorated uh, the state of affairs in Illinois because at the same time, in exchange for those higher and higher tax bills, services haven't improved. Less than 50 cents of every additional dollar in property taxes go to services uh, or new services. They mostly go to, you know, debt servicing or pensions. Uh, The same thing has happened over the past 20 years with the state's budget. Um, virtually the only line, line item that is growing in the state budget is the state's pension contribution. All other funding, um, in real terms, is either flat or down. Uh, so, what people are getting in exchange for their investment in Illinois uh, isn't isn't panning out for them. So, reversing that is going to be uh, paramount into ensuring that this type of situation can't play out again, where Illinoisans are more at risk. You know than, than their neighbors and other states um, because some of this is out of our control um, you know the national factors between stimulus and inflation and and war in Europe uh, those things Illinoisans or Indian, uh, people from Indiana whatever you call it, <laughs> indianans uh, they don't have any uh, control over those more than you know we do but there are some unique factors that we can control to make sure that you know we're not subject to more risk than people in other states.
0: Yeah, I think when we've talked before about this, one of the points you've made is that in a crisis or in a, a time period where people are really struggling financially, it's very helpful to have flexibility in public policy decision-making. So being able to say, look, uh, we know that the economy is about to take a hit or it's already taken a hit and people are struggling, they can't afford to pay the same tax rate that they were paying when times were better. We are going to implement a temporary or permanent tax cut to reflect that. And other states have done that. But here in Illinois, we can't do that because of our financial constraints. So I think that that's really good shorthand for the importance of getting our pension crisis under control and, and seriously addressing that. And in the past, you've talked a little bit about Uh, the regulatory burden. So not just the tax burden, but addressing the regulatory burden here. So things, rules, uh, costs that prevent businesses from either starting up here or growing their presence in Illinois. And if we can address that regulatory burden, that could be another way to stimulate the economy. Is that one of the long-term solutions that you're looking at?
1: Absolutely. That's another, you know, fundamental problem with the state. Um, we're the third most regulated state in the union. Uh, there's nearly 300,000 rules and regulations that apply in the state statutory code. Um, so it makes you know starting up a business, operating a business in the state uh, more complex. It makes it more expensive. Uh, and it just generally serves as an impediment to um, entrepreneurship and hiring activity. Uh, when you look at the effects that these types of things can have on the housing market, the National Association of Home Builders actually occasionally puts out you know, every five years or so a report on um, the effects of regulation on their industry and the exact costs of them. Um, Those costs are likely higher in Illinois, but this is just the finding at the national level that the price of a new home, uh, 24% of that price is due to regulations. So whether it be for the development of the lot or the actual physical construction of a single family home, 24% of the final list price is due to regulation, and we know because of the regulatory environment in Illinois that cost is likely higher. So just for example on you know a typical new newly constructed home in Illinois worth approximately $300,000 you know almost $100,000 of that cost is going to be solely because of rules and regulations. And that's something that's rapidly increased over the past 10 years. Those costs are up 44% over the past 10 years. And it's not like people buying a home in 2022 versus people buying a home in 2012 feel like their home is, you know, less at risk for spontaneous combustion or that they're, you know, living in this, in this box that is, you know, Significantly more dangerous. It's not like these uh, codes and these regulations have actually served to, um, you know, tangibly at least to any sort of measurable effect, really increase um, the safety of a home or increase um, the quality or you know the structure of a home. Rather, they've just served to make things more expensive.
0: Well, here, here. I think that you've covered a lot of ground, Bryce. Um, And there's going to be so much more to talk about. I know you're looking into all of the different nuances of this story, but thank you for giving us the overview today. And we'll touch base on this again soon. So thanks. We'll talk to you later.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's episode. To keep up with all of our work at the Illinois Policy Institute and to sign up for our newsletter, visit illinoispolicy.org. If you like what you heard today, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'll see you next week for another episode of The Policy Shop.